0: Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting. The uh, good news, Marissa is still alive and well in the woods edition. I am.
1: (laughs) I am alive and well in the woods. Um, Full full disclosure, I'm not here uh, for no reason. Um, Mm. I am visiting uh, my family home. I'm in my teenage bedroom, um, Mm. all of which just happens to be located Uh, In the woods in Texas. You're
0: you're living like multiple nightmares for people. You're in the woods. You're in the home you grew up in. You're in your teenage bedroom. Many nightmares wrapped up into one, but many nightmares. You're you're, you're doing, you're
1: doing good. I'm (laughs) handling it well. Um, (laughs) I actually wasn't thinking about any of those nightmares, but I am now. Sorry
0: about that. Sorry. Oh no. Okay. My my so, main don't focus. Think about- okay. No, was think- on um
1: how good the Mexican food is, but now yes, I am thinking about teenage trauma and um what what comes from the woods? Uh, oh, horrible things. Uh, uh boogeyman's.
0: <laughs> I like how I watch
1: so many horror movies, and when it comes time to name one monster, I come up with the boogeyman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can't or come off up with one cryptid. <laughs> oh no. Well, good. Well, that's good though. So don't don't you know, don't think about it. Try to <laughs> try to try to think about how uh we 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 have reached episode 030. Fuck yeah. Everyone. That's fucking right. <laughs> Fuck we are yeah. at the the big 30 and it's thanks to everyone who's been listening, uh subscribing, rating telling their friends and even the the amazing beautiful sexy stallions who uh support this podcast financially hell yes you guys right.
1: <laughs> you guys are the reason we keep doing this um yeah. or else we no would shit. just be talking over drinks every night um, <laughs> it's so cool jill's yeah. laughing but it is so cool to share this information um, yeah. and communicate with you guys and we love yeah. hearing from you and Um, You know, support. If you can dish it out, that's great. But also, we we love some
0: support uh, in the form of ratings, too. So, yeah, yeah, because it it, it really does help listeners in your area find this podcast, because that's how Apple has its rating system that um, like if you're in Argentina, for example, and you have an Apple ID registered in Argentina, uh, your rating will only be seen by people in your country. Uh, So help out you know help out people who want to find new podcasts and also let them know that you're listening because fuck man this is your time and you you know let's all lift each other up yeah, so I think so. So. <laughs>
1: yeah for sure or or <laughs> you might even be in a country where no one has rated well that's interesting and you can be like be well that's interesting yeah. that's right in who there. there and then like five years down the road, you can be like, um, I listened to them (laughs) way before everyone else did. Um, I heard of that band before they even formed, you know,
0: you were there. So that's right. Oh man. Yeah. And so thank you. Big, big, wet. Thank you to everyone who's made us help help us get to the, the, uh, big three zero. And, uh, I guess we should start, I guess. Right. I mean let's do it let's do it episode 030 why yes you can die slipping on a banana peel (laughs) oh god (laughs) of course you can of course you can this is
1: like a death from the good place oh big time it's like it's so much history here please tell me everything, everything did
0: we introduce ourselves I don't think so
1: Oh, maybe not. I'm Jill not. Um, I'm here with. This is Jill Chacha. Um, I'm Marissa Riley, reporting to you from the woods, <laughs> and uh, let's talk about some fucking banana peels. Okay, so
0: uh, let's let's first get the math part out of the way, and then we can get into stories about people hurting themselves. How does that sound? Okay, That's sounds fantastic. Great. <laughs> okay, so if you're wondering if there's a scale for slipperiness and a way to measure how slippery a slippery situation is. You're damn right, there is a way, there is a scale. And it's kind of simple. All right, now this is our imagination portion of the show. So please visualize the following quote. Slipperiness is measured by placing a block of a given material on a ramp of another material and then slowly increasing the angle of the ramp. The tangent of the angle of the ramp when the object starts to slide gives you the coefficient of friction or cof end quote and uh that is from one of our sources today the glorious book and then you're dead by cody cassidy that was a
1: gorgeous quote i saw every single thing right in front of me um i was about to say it was like a beautiful mind (laughs) but no one has seen that movie that movie has been forgotten (laughs) i don't even think it was good it was one of those movies that won an Oscar, but then um
0: but then we realized it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, a lot of movies. It just ends up just just a shrug. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ugh. Anyways, back to back math. to COF. <laughs> the, now the COF lands on a scale from zero to one and zero is extremely slippery and one is barely moving. And to help visualize what yeah, to help visualize what a one is Imagine yourself standing on a 45 degree angle and you don't budge. So, yeah. okay. so that's a full on one. And yes, there totally can be situations where you can exceed a one, but those are like outliers. And for example, rubber tires on a professional drag racing, like drag race, drag racing car <laughs> are like a four. Um, <laughs> and the friction the rubber creates when spinning could actually keep a car at a 75 degree angle which is fucking bonkers. Yeah. Wow. Uh, most things, though, they fall between zero and one. And lots, lots of common, common situations hover around zero. <laughs> Extremely slippery. Um, as my tailbone knows very well, wearing socks on a wooden floor can lead to a wipeout. Uh, this oh, yes, they stress, can. <laughs> the COF for socks <laughs> across a wooden floor is a wee 023 Yeah. And if you ever tried to walk across ice while wearing sneakers, it doesn't end well and it ends quickly. Sneakers and ice register at a 0.15. Wow. I love that there are specific numbers for
1: such specific things. Like, I like that they went in depth and found these numbers specifically for sneakers on Mm -hmm. ice and uh socks on a wood floor yeah
0: because that's just i love it that's just uh, it just happens every day i i yeah i've had both situations multiple times in my life so
1: same as a new yorker jesus yeah you can encounter both of those like in the same
0: day each yeah So, now, uh, sneakers on ice, registering at 0.15, that's pretty close to zero, but we can get a lot closer, goddammit. And to do this, we're going to head over to Japan, and we're going to slip back to 2014. That's right. We're at the University of Minato, and here, Dr. Kiyoshi Mabuchi and his team sacrificed themselves for a study called Frictional Coefficient Under Banana Skin.
1: Mm. <laughs> that's such a lovely way of putting it like i don't know it sounds almost like a poem or something
0: the this the study is poetic dr kiyoshi is he is a poet <laughs> so, an artist yeah. Um for context if if anyone's not familiar uh like marissa said slipping on a banana peel is like a comedy slapstick gag and it goes as far back as the 1860s If you've ever watched a cartoon, like Looney Tunes, chances are you've seen somebody wipe out on a banana peel. Uh, So it has a long history in physical comedy, but no one ever tested the gag until Dr. Kiyoshi accepted the challenge. Um, Amazing. That's right. This bold study began with 12 Cavendish bananas, and those are your average store-bought bananas. So just imagine a dozen bananas. They were peeled and each peel was placed on a linoleum plate, and that was to mimic a kitchen floor, for example. The plate, interesting. The plate then was set atop a small tool called a force transducer, which was used to measure exactly how much sliding took place. Now, I'd love to show you the amazing setup for this experiment. So (laughs) uh, the picture will be on our Instagram. Well, that's interesting pod. Uh, But can you describe in your own words what you see right here?
1: Okay, so <laughs> I am actually not 100% sure. Okay, so I see a, uh, a person's A&O. foot. Start with the foot. And they've got the ball of their foot um pressing on a banana skin, which is on top of a linoleum plate, which is on top of a... Force transducer. Wait. Yes. Did I get that? Yeah, that right? little
0: thing, that little right it's about the size of a hockey disc, I I would say, or a hockey puck.
1: Yes. It's very small. It looks almost like a coffee can or something from my angle. And yeah. What a what a contraption. It
0: does not look as scientific no. as I thought
1: it would. No.
0: It's literally someone stepping a banana peel uh, and each peel was stepped on five times for a total of 60 measurements and Dr. Kiyoshi Mabuchi discovered on average this shoe meets banana peel on floor situation registers a super slippery 0.07 wow yeah. that's very low it's very low it's twice as slippery as ice and five times as slippery as a wooden floor um, and it turns out are oh, you gonna say something
1: Oh, I was going to say, ice and wooden floor are already so lethal that when you put the math in there, this banana peel is like, I don't know,
0: death on impact. Like,
1: it's (laughs) fast acting. Fast acting.
0: According to these numbers. I can can see the commercial now. (laughs) We've been eating these things. (laughs) We should have been just the U.S. Someone call the U.S. military. Let them know. Right? (laughs) Uh, So it turns out a banana might not be the only troublesome fruit in your home. Uh, The team also took a look at apple, orange, and tangerine peels. Apple peels are a 0.13. Oranges and tangerines are both around a 0.2. And that's Uh above our deadly banana friend. But remember, still as slippery as sneakers on ice, that 0.15, and socks across a wooden floor, that 0.23.
1: Okay, so the next time, uh, yeah, we've got a home invader uh, coming into our apartment. Yeah. we have five seconds so we're both just we both just happen to be holding bananas, oranges <laughs> or apples. We'll be okay. We just sprinkle it mm-hmm. everywhere in front of us. Bam it's
0: it's no one of your options. options. It's one of our one of our, one of the arsenals, you know you have your. Yeah. You have your classic gun, your classic knife. Don't don't be afraid to reach for a banana. You know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. <laughs> so we're left with the question: What makes a banana so fucking bananas? Well, inside the skin of this unassuming fruit are layers and layers of tiny sacs, and each sac holds a little amount of gel, or or a polysaccharide follicular gel, if you want to be all fancy. Ah. And would you please read what happens within fractions of a second when foot meets peel? Absolutely. All right.
1: Quote, um, when those tiny sacs in the banana skin get compressed or stepped on, they burst, forming a single super slimy surface, prime for slippage. End quote. And that comes from businessinsider.com. So it's basically like putting Vaseline on the ground. There you
0: go. Yeah. Another weapon.
1: Look at look at all, another weapon.
0: This is just so informative. This show, this everything, everything is a weapon.
1: <laughs> everything, is a weapon. Everything is a weapon. If you squirt it on the floor,
0: I hate myself for saying. <laughs> well, this is important. Okay,
1: over, I'm, I'm done. I'm now, out. <laughs>
0: you're in the woods. You should know these things. I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you the information you need to survive for the rest of the week in the woods. So. <laughs>
1: Thank you. You're welcome. I will. I'll make sure to go to the grocery store and get a lot of bananas Mm -hmm. and Vaseline. And um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Healthy diet. Healthy diet, keeping your skin fresh and you're deadly. It's perfect. There you go. So fiber. Now, this podcast wouldn't be this podcast if we didn't look into the possibility. Of death, uh, it, of turns the, sorry, it turns out in the mid, turns out in the mid 1800s, when the Panamanian banana was introduced to the United States, imported by a man named Carl B. Frank, quote, the fruit quickly became a popular street fruit. Sorry, let me do that again. Quote, the fruit quickly became a popular street food throughout America, but the surge in urban migration and lack of sanitation regulation posed a major problem in cities. People often tossed their garbage into the streets, leading to public waste buildup. A rotting banana peel was a slime-covered booby trap. Around 1880, Harper's Weekly admonished anyone who tossed their banana peels on a public walkway, as this would likely result in broken limbs. In 1909, St. Louis City Council completely outlawed throwing or casting a banana rind on public thoroughfares. Oh my god, so
1: like, so... We, we see this in comedy. We see this in movies and cartoons as a joke. We've always, you know, we always make fun of it as a joke. I, I, I don't know a single person who's ever slipped on a banana peel. But I love that this was once, it was once such a big problem yes, it that was. they had to fucking outlaw yes. throwing your goddamn peel in the street because yep. people were breaking their <laughs> limbs. That's right. Oh my God. This, that was a very dark joke at yeah. one time.
0: It, it, it really, really was. Um, continuing the quote, throughout the 19th century, cities relied heavily on wild pigs that roamed the streets. To, to dispose of rotting <laughs> organic matter. This method was not wholly effective, end quote.
1: <laughs> so. Oh my god, that reminds me of the episode of The Simpsons, where didn't they have some sort of like uh, uh, infestation? Yeah. So they just kept infesting the city with like worse animals.
0: That's that's it. <laughs>
1: that's it was something like it. snakes, then they got mongooses, <laughs> then they got gorillas or something. That's I don't remember true. the word
0: that's uh that's our country that's our country country. and this quote
1: solve a problem with another
0: problem (laughs) (laughs) and then you just wait for other generations to deal with it so so. there you go uh that quote is from mental floss uh and their article how did slipping on a banana peel become a comedy staple it's a good read go for it so Uh, Yes, people did actually hurt themselves on bananas in the United States. Uh, In fact, walking on any surface with a COF of 0.1 or less results in a fall 90% of the time. Wow. Yeah. Those
1: are numbers that I can fully, (laughs) fully realize. Yeah. Wow. Seriously.
0: So let's talk the extent of injuries. Uh, So when you know you're on a slippery surface, you kind of change your gait, you ready yourself. And when you do fall, like your arm, your hand, or your ass takes the blow. But if you're not expecting something slippery or expecting to fall, this can lead to a head injury. Uh, (sighs) Falling from a, (laughs) you see where I'm going with this? Falling (laughs) falling from a standing position means your noggin travels five or six feet down with quite a lot of force behind it. Um, Would you like to read from And Then You're Dead by Cody Cassidy as to why this might be troublesome? Absolutely. All right.
1: Quote. Um, If you cannot protect your head from a fall at six feet, your skull would fracture. Fractures are dangerous for a few reasons, but bleeding is the big one. Bleeding inside your skull can be far more dangerous than bleeding anywhere else. Dot, dot, dot. Because your skull is a solid container carrying fragile cargo. If your head starts filling with blood, your brain gets squeezed too much blood within your skull creates pressure that strangles the brain and chokes off and kills critical brain functions like remembering to breathe end
0: quote <laughs>
1: oh my god
0: what a great quote right i
1: am never leaving the house <laughs> without a helmet again <sighs> and no more bananas <laughs> smoothies. I don't want to die. I don't <laughs> want my brain to choke. Uh, I'm
0: uh, screaming. Well, Sorry, it's okay. I'm, I'm calming down. That was a very intense quote. It was an intense quote. We got a scream. That means it's, it's a successful, successful episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody, don't worry too much. Uh, according to Rygar, comparisons. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's R E I G A R W. Rygar comparisons. The odds of death via slipping on a banana peel are one in three and a half billion. Very, 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 very slim. But still. But still people did hurt themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But this one and three and a half billion, uh, it didn't stop me from looking into if it ever happened before. And yes, my friends, it certainly has. And the story of the first and only known record of a man dying via fruit peel is right after the break. And <gasps> it's even crazier than you expect. I promise, it's fucking crazy. I can't weigh it. <laughs> Stay tuned, please do. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back, and we're here for the injuries. So, oh fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> so, uh, let's begin our story as promised. And our story begins way back, way way back in 1911. Oh, um, damn. That was a long time ago. <laughs> That's
1: right.
0: And we're standing at the edge of Niagara Falls, waiting for Bobby Leach to float by inside his steel tube. You ah. see, Bobby had the dream of being the first man and the second person to survive going over Niagara Falls. And would you like to see Bobby and his death-defying tube? Absolutely. Okay. So sending you a photo of Bobby. And there we go his
1: oh. <laughs> oh my god all right so just yeah. to clarify he would get in this and then go through niagara falls
0: yeah that's that was the tube he floated okay. on and over the yeah all
1: right so uh, i'm looking at bobby bobby looks fucking awesome
0: he has a bow tie
1: <laughs> a little uh, uh engineers little page boy hat yep uh he's got uh one of those arm uh, things that like um, like people at fancy cocktail bars where um, he's got a cane and then he's sitting on top of this giant tube. It's about two or three giant trash cans long. It's this long cylinder. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's made of some sort of metal.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's got uh, it, it looks like it's been somehow like um stapled rivets like uh, nailed together. Yeah and there's it's very hole, steampunk. Very steampunk. Um and there's like a, a little hole that's big enough for a person to fit inside of. There you um go. and the and there's a big dent on the top. <laughs> and so the fact that he got in this yeah. and went over Niagara Falls. In this. I know. Makes me super nervous. (laughs) And uh I'm like getting a bruise just thinking about it.
0: Yeah. And this photo will also will be on our Instagram. And it's just this man is the epitome of the early twentieth century. (laughs) It's like it's just that kind of photo. Yeah. Um but before his attempt, many other folks gave it a go as well, despite the direct quote from the only person. To attempt and survive the fall at the time annie taylor was an american school teacher and she was the fucking person who actually was the first person to do it and survived and she did it in a literal barrel like, oh my god a wine barrel yeah it wasn't a metal thing like this guy's steel fucking tank basically How, who <laughs> no. started this trend
1: <laughs> why it's like it's like skydiving like i'm just like hurt just thinking about it yeah you guys
0: (laughs) so and she said of her experience quote if it was with my dying breath i would caution anyone against attempting the feat good i would sooner (laughs) i would sooner (laughs) walk up to the mouth of a cannon knowing it was going to blow me to pieces than make another trip over the fall End quote. Amazing. And I'm
1: glad that she wasn't like, it was so bad. It was call <laughs> No, she was like, this sucks. Don't do it.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, and you can read the entire quote on her Wiki page. Um, you know, it just makes people want to do it even more. And uh, it inspired Daredevil Bobby. He got into his steel tube, floated two and a half miles downriver before reaching the edge of the falls and went over. And he survived. But not unscathed. Uh, he spent six months recovering from his injuries, uh, which were two broken knees and a broken jaw. Jesus. So that was that big old dent you uh, you mentioned. That yeah, no, that that's what he got. His two broken knees. And that's a broken why
1: jaw. he he has a cane in this picture, that's
0: and he's, he's sitting, sitting it. down. It's <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh no. So, after healing as much as one can in 1911. Uh, He got a stuntman gig with Barnum & Bailey Circus, and he gained a little fame, and enough to retire the stunt work and do a little paid lecturing. Oh, Uh, nice. That's right. In 1926, he was on a publicity tour in Auckland, and according to the New Zealand Herald, quote, was strolling along the pavement close to his flat in Prince's Street when he slipped on an orange peel and broke his leg, end quote. Oh, God. Yeah. Would you like to read further from the 1926 Herald article, Bobby Leach Dead? Of
1: course I would. All right. Quote, "Uh, there can be little doubt that the leg injuries he received during his memorable drift in the barrel were responsible for the weakening of the limb that was broken. Complications set in and on Monday, the leg was amputated, but the patient rapidly weakened and died. And yeah. quote, mm-hmm. "Oh my God!" <laughs> so he yeah. could survive falling uh, down Niagara Falls. Yeah, he could not survive a fucking tangerine.
0: No. Wow. So the Herald then summed up the situation in perfect 1920s speak. Quote: After a life of intrepid exploits and hairbreadth escapes, the actual incident that led to his death. Seems like one of those ironies of fate that bestow the pages of ancient fiction. For having defied death a hundred times, he at last owed his end to a piece of orange peel. Oh my God. Yeah. And that is the tale of Bobby and the Peel. Bobby and the
1: Peel, man. Bobby and the Peel. (laughs) That sounds like a band. (laughs) Sounds like a country band.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And every song. It's all about Bobby's death. Ugh. Poor Bobby. <laughs> Poor Bobby.
1: <laughs> oh my God, that was amazing.
0: And that is the end of episode 030. Uh, again, thanks to everyone who's helped us make it this far, and it's very far, especially when you start at zero zero one. <laughs> oh man!
1: <laughs> so, and now we're the big three zero. I know, we know
0: ourselves
1: we are women now
0: (laughs) fuck yeah Uh, so thanks to everyone and please stay interesting
1: please do